Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Diggs. Today, we have a powerful episode, and across this powerful oaken desk is Bitcoin billionaire, Miker, DJ, Resin. Cha-ching. What's up, Diggs? How you doing, everybody? Flock. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Yes. We, we have listeners all over the world. All times of the day. And I think on other planets. Wow. What's your favorite planet, Mike or DJ Riz? Well, I'm not going to go with Uranus. That's just too obvious. That's funny, though. It it's is. really funny. Uh, Pluto. Pluto. Pluto's my favorite planet, and it yes, is. it is a planet. It is, and it's also a little dog on the Disney. Is it really? Yes. I don't pay attention to yes. Marvel. Marvel Comics, Disney, DC. Have they bought DC yet? Not yet, but it's on the, it's on the list of things to buy. I'm pretty pretty sure. Are they going to buy out Elon Jovan Musk? I think Elon's going to buy them out. That's Powerful. probably what's going to happen. I, I wish. Wouldn't that be cool? Blast them off into space and put them on Mars. Hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created. Today, we have a powerful episode. And if you're new to this show, what it is, it's a powerful pop culture podcast. Powerful episode today. We're going to be talking about The Lost Pirate Kingdom. Powerful TV show on Netflix. Also, we have Song of the Day. And we have a powerful movie giveaway, Micah Rez. Oh my God, how are we going to fit that all into one episode? I know, it's just going to be a powerful episode. Today's episode will be powerful, as always. Now let's talk about our movie giveaway, Micah Rez. How many movies are we up to? Is this going to be 50 copies? 50 copies? Probably. Yep. I'm going to say 50 copies because it's a nice round number. It is. And, uh, you know, round numbers are fun. Yes. Today we are going to be giving away and we're going to be talking about Locked In. Powerful action movie. Should I just get into it? I'm going to tell you a little bit about this powerful movie. All right, let's do it. Now on digital, Mina Suvari and Costas Mandalore star in the heart-stopping thriller Locked In. Kidnapped and locked in a high-tech storage facility, a hostage must stay one step ahead of her captors in their hunt for stolen diamonds if she has any chance to escape alive. Secure your copy of Locked In. New to buy or rent tonight, rated R from Paramount Pictures. God, what'd you think of that promo? Wasn't that powerful? That was the best promo in the history of promos. Thank you. Thank you for enjoying my promo. You're welcome. Yes. I enjoyed that. Are we going to have promos like that from now on? Yes, we are. Powerful promos always on the most powerful podcast ever created. Now, Micah Rez, tell the fans of Flock of Amish how they're going to win this movie. Well, that'll be easy. What they have to do is they have to follow us on Twitter because it's all about Twitter uh, for us. So you want to follow us on Twitter? And uh, you want to use a very specific hashtag. Hashtag Amish Baby Machine Digital. Yes. And that is how you will do it. We would love it if you would follow us. That would be great, too. You know, hit that follow button. You know, you're going to be there anyway. You're going to be checking us out on Twitter. 
it costs nothing to hit that follow button. Follow us. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at Amish Bee Machine. Follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. Enjoy us everywhere. If you want to help support us, Patreon. We do have a Patreon page, patreon.com. Also links on any of our social medias or website, AmishBabyMachine.com. Now, Micah Rez, it's true that Twitter may have a tip jar soon, I heard. That's Word what on I the heard, street. too. They've got a lot of, a lot of things going. So they've got uh, what their fleets, uh, which is like a story if you're into Facebook and Instagram. It's just like that. And now they have spaces, which is like a, a live, live audio in the fleets area. Spaces? Like spaces. outer spaces? Yes. Twitter outer spaces. That'd be great if they added a tip jar. They should have inner spaces. Did you enjoy that movie? I did. Actually, it was just on like a couple weeks ago. It was uh, powerful. The sneeze heard around the world at the end. That was Dennis Quaid, Martin Short. Martin Short and uh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. I had a crush on her back then. You did? I did. You know who else I had a crush on? And I just realized it last night because Goodwill Hunting was on. Mr. Belvedere? <laughs> Random. I like it. Mini Driver. Mini Driver. Yeah, from Goodwill Hunting. That's a cool name. It, it's like a cool, like if you're into microcomputing or something. Like it's a mini driver? Or something. Or for mini, mini golf, you'd have a mini driver. You'd have a mini driver, yeah. Yes. Last time I played mini golf, I had a long tee shot. Yes, or mini me, God rest his soul. Ooh. I miss mini me. Too soon. I missed mini me. Why? I have met mini me. Oh, Bern Troyer? Right. Bern Schroyer. What was it like? I heard he was kind of a dink in real life. No, he was a very, he was a good guy who's shy. He? Shy? Yeah, and I mean, think about it. Everyone's coming up to him, so. No, he was a good guy who was shy. Probably patting him on his little head. Yeah, being uh, disrespectful. That's the main thing. Do not disrespect people. No, I like Bern Troyer. I love his movies. I used to love his YouTube channel. You could tell he had a good heart. Like sure. people would write into him and he would answer all the letters and he would send out autographed pictures. And that was my favorite thing. He had a YouTube channel and he had like a mail bag where he would show all, everything that came in. Really? Yeah. And he would sign everything. And he, he's a really a great guy. So he's one of those celebrities that, that we should miss because he just, uh, just as far as good guys go. He really was. Well, that's awesome. And he was actually Amish too. So. Wow. Yes. He could be a mini you. I mean, in real life. He could. You could have had He was a, a handsome young man. So that is true. Smaller version of Caillou. Right. Right. And that's why, that's what I, I love Caillou. Do you? You know I want to do Caillou cosplay. That little whiny little kid. Yes, he was very whiny. I think they canceled him, didn't they? PBS canceled him? Because he was offensive? Probably. Well, yeah, you know Caillou. Just, you know, off on his political rants here and there. It turned out he wore a, a skin wig. He really wasn't bald. Yeah. That's, ooh, that would be terrible. A skin wig. I feel me and you, uh, Mike or DJ Resin, are, are protected class because we're bald. You more than me. Why is that? Because I've still got some hair on my head. <laughs> Let's, we'll do like a dye or something to show their actual hair follicles. I feel I have just as much as you. Do you really? Yeah, take that hat you off. Should, Let me see. You should grow. Hold on. I got the. Yeah, let me see. Michael Rez is taking his hat off. Uh, put that back on. Thank you. Wow. That was enough. 
Really? You know, on my way over here, I was thinking I might shave the beard off for you like, should. a little bit. But last time I did it, I did it for charity. It will de-age you. Think so? You're right. Uh, how about this? If we get 10 new Patreon subscribers, I'll shave the beard. You're like a principal at a middle school. <laughs> Guys, if, if I'll, I'll dye my hair blue. Oh, yeah. Powerful. Well, I, I'm not just going to do it for free. No. It's capitalism. Yes, it is capitalism. You should have that, uh, what is that, guaranteed income, universal basic income? UBI, universal yeah. basic income? Yeah, universal yeah. basic Dogecoin. That would be fun. Powerful. Thank you, everyone that listens to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Powerful show today. Michael Rez, what's the deal with the Chinese rockets? Uh, they like to fall back down into yeah to the earth. How come no one's saying anything? Like, what the fuck are you doing in China? Like, <laughs> you know, they're either scared or they don't want to offend them. It's like you're shooting 100-foot rockets, and their 22 tons is spinning around yeah. uncontrollably. They're just going to let yeah, them come but, back uh, to the earth. Yeah, but uh, 70% of the earth is water. Yeah, but so... It's a 30% yeah, chance you have a 30% you're going to get hit. chance of being hit by a 22-ton projectile hurling at 18,000 miles an hour. You know what's going to happen with my luck? I'm going to become a Dogecoin millionaire, that di- and then that rocket's going to land right in my living room. <laughs> 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 right in the middle of my tweet. Yes. Telling everybody I'm a millionaire. Then you're going to lose your wallet. Your... That's <laughs> won't have my passphrase. How many people have you phrase. heard that always go, yeah, I've got like billions, but I forgot my password. So Yeah, all the time. It's rife with on Twitter. Yeah, the Chinese, the rockets, I don't know. Something's got to be done. Why can't we just shoot it out of the air? You know why? Is that an act of war? No, we don't want to give away our... Our, ability. our missile silos? Yeah, I bet, I bet the Chinese are doing this on purpose. That way we'll shoot off <laughs> our anti-ballistic missiles, you know, our powerful Star Wars it, technology. And some give hidden it away. base that nobody knows about. Yeah, it's why they're a, they keep buzzing Taiwan all the time, because that way they see their defenses. Oh, it lights up. Go. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so every time you probe, you know, you turn the radars on, you, you scramble your jets, and that way they, they see the capability, defensive capability, and they also wear down the pilots. It's a oh yes, pilot wear down. Yes, sky pilots. I mean, China's building bases on the Atlantic and Africa. It's it's going to go down, Micarez. So you better spend that Dogecoin <laughs> before before something bad before happens. Before it's yen coin. Well, will I be a millionaire? No, it's communist. It's all yeah, for the people. Even if it switches to yen coin and that's the universal, and I yeah, but it's, a you got to give it to the people. It's, it's communism. You can't keep it, Micarez. Sounds like socialism. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> wow. Here we go again. Here we go. Pivoting from Dogecoin, I picked a song that has nothing to do with anything. I know. I noticed that. But it's, I love it. It's a good. It's a powerful 80s song. It's a good song. Well, should we, should we just go into it? And get into I'll, it. I'll get into my opinions about it. Today's song of the day. I want to be a cowboy by the rock group Boys Don't Cry. Which and is Mike, and Mike Rez can be name. my cowgirl. Ooh, sexy. All right, so first off, I forgot the name of the band until you sent this to me. <laughs> yes, it's also a powerful song by The Cure. Yeah, so it, they're, Boys Don't Cry is a British pop rock group. Boys Don't Cry is a terrible name for a rock group. First Why time. is that? Terrible name for a rock. Boys Why? don't cry. Why? 
It's terrible. It's come up with a different name, like boys scratch themselves or something. You know what I wow. mean? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I, I feel you're offending someone, Michael Rez. Oh, I'm sure. Sure, I am. The song was written by all four band members. There should have been a fifth to tell them to stop. Maybe they were drinking a fifth. Oh, that could have been. Uh, this was released in 1985 as the first new single from their self-titled debut album. And uh, it was an album consisting of new material. And part of it was a compilation of several of the band's earlier singles. So when nobody knew about them, they just re-released, put those on there as well. The, uh, the B-side, could you, could you name the B-side to this one? Off the top of my head, no. Okay. I'm powerfully honest. I will tell you what it was. It's called Turnover. I like it better that way. Wow. My God. Mm. The so the, uh, the actual album version was over six minutes long. The uh, radio edit was just under four minutes. I want to hear what the extra two minutes were. That's what I want to know. The single became the band's only major hit. It reached number one in New Zealand, number four in Australia, number 11 in South Africa, and here in the United States, it topped off on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 12. It spent 19 weeks in the top 40 here in the United States. In the UK, where the band is from, it was a complete flop and only reached number six. Why is that? What do they have against Cowboys? Is it because of that whole Revolutionary War deal or what? Could have been. Or they just, you know, cowboys, they're more of an American thing. They probably just didn't get it in the UK. The song, uh, well, the video itself, I should say, is, uh, had a, a very special appearance. Yes, a powerful spaghetti western type. Yes. Lemmy from Motorhead is in Yes. The video is terrible. It's, uh, Why do you say that? Because the way they did their spaghetti western whole, and then they put in like the Batman, the old Batman graphics. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's not that great. And actually, Martha Quinn from MTV. You remember Martha Quinn? Yes. Powerful VJ. She said in an interview that uh, MTV actually hated the video, but they had to play it because it was top forty. Why could you hate? Why would you hate that video? It was powerful because it wasn't rock and roll in their opinion. Yes, but like a virgin is, apparently. Yeah, exactly. I guess uh, maybe they just saw that this was going to just be a one-hit wonder group, which they're not. They weren't too far off. They only yeah. had the one hit. Yeah, but the '80s is full of one-hit wonders. That is true. The one-hit wonder. That's decade. why we love it so much. Yeah, uh, the best part of the video is Lemmy. You know how they got Lemmy to be in the video? Offered them booze. They did. A bottle of vodka was all Lemmy requested. They got the bottle of vodka, and they started filming at 6 a.m. They got the video done in one day. Yes. That's awesome. That's That's actually pretty awesome. That's how I got you. I offered you energy drinks. (laughs) You said you're not going to do ABM unless you get powerful energy drinks. That's right. And it worked, because here I am. So what did you think of the song, honestly? Did you always know? I like the song. Did you always know that song? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. And I remember watching the video growing up thinking it was a terrible song. Guy's in a bathtub. Uh, and then it turns out, you know, by the end, he's just dreaming of being a cowboy. Boys, boys don't bathe. Right. That's true. That's true. And shower. Yes. Um, and, but yeah, no, I always liked the song. I just, the video just never did anything for me. Which is weird because usually it's the video is what makes or breaks the song. 
the whole video kill the radio star type thing. But I like the song better than the video. The lines, though. My name is Ted, and one day I'll be dead, yo, yo. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's awesome. The yippee, yippee, yeah, yippee, yo, yo, yo. Or just, I want to be a cowboy, and you can be my cowgirl. I want to be a cowboy. Oh, I fucking love that song. <laughs> You're getting and revved gu- up. And the guitar riff. Wow. Yippee. Oh, my God. Why are your nipples That's, that's a up. driving song. When you it get in the car, song. you drive. Yep. We should uh, come up with the alt. Like, you and I should both have, like, the top five driving songs that you and I both, like, yeah, we do got, one list, I'll yes. do a list. Yeah, we got to do, uh, what was, I wanted to do a mixtape for you. We got to do stuff. We need, like, a, we need a new uh, we need a Tasty Adam. We need a new <laughs> a Google Spotify boy. boy. Yeah, we need a new <laughs> Google boy. Yeah. So how about this? Next episode, you do five, I'll do five. All right. It'll be our top five windows down summer what, music. What's a teaser? What's one song that's going to be on there? Oh, God. Uh, it's probably Journey. <laughs> no, not Journey. I know. You almost had me there. I went, what? <laughs> no, not really. Not really Journey. I uh, right. See, because when I grew up driving, when I was driving, 90s hip-hop was big, and that's what I listened to a lot when I was driving. So a lot of it's going to be that 90s hip-hop influence in, the, in my top five. But there are a couple that from classic rocks that you just got to crank. Not Peter Cetera, though. <laughs> no Boston, right? <laughs> yeah, no Boston's going to make that list. Yeah, they had a, a lot of hip-hop were cool driving videos. Yeah. You know the song uh, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? That always, always makes me roll down the window. Especially on a nice summer day, sun's out about 5 p.m. You're just cruising. You got to roll the windows down and yeah, turn that's, that one up. So there's different types of driving songs. There's cruising. There's ones where you're just like pedal to the metal. Sure. There's road trip songs. George Thorogood's a good pedal of the metal. Which one? Bad to the Bone and uh, I Drink Alone. Yeah, with nobody else. Whatever that one is called. Yes. That's cool. His buddy Budweiser. Yeah. What is your uh, favorite George Thorogood and the Delaware Destroyers song? Well, those two. We're the ones we listen to all the time. We wore our CD out, our CD player out with those two. That I Drink Alone song. Uh, like I, said, I can't remember the actual name. No, of it. that's we fine. We listened to it constantly. Yes. Because we I moved out of the house when I was 18. Moved in with some buddies that were around the same age. And we had, I think every weekend, you know, our apartment was the place to be. And we were listening to a lot of classic rock at the time. So that was like 90, 96, 97, 98. You're way old. I know. And uh, when I interned at KQ, which is a classic rock station here in Minnesota, in, in the Twin Cities, one of the largest in the region, actually, as far as uh, audience size goes. Still, to Much like day. our podcast. Right, exactly. Huge so, audience. Huge listeners. Everything about us is huge. Yes, powerfully big. Yeah, so listen to KQ. That's where I got my start in radio. It was freaking awesome. It was a... Uh, a lot of, lot of partying at the radio station, actually. The uh, overnight gal, Danette Daniels, she uh, probably one of my heroes from the radio world just because she didn't give a fuck. And she knew that between the hours of 10 p.m. and 5 a.m., the FCC really didn't care what kind of content you put out there, so she would be swearing up a storm. Really? Is that true? Yeah, it's great. You, uh, you're not, like, you don't get, like, free reign to do what you want, but... 
They might. It's not like a podcast, right? But they'll uh, they'll turn their back in an F word here or there. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's yes. my favorite F word. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. It's incredible. <laughs> it's fantastic. How are you? Hello, Mr. Governor. Stop whining. I'm a cop, you idiot. My name is Detective John Kimball. Wow, you're getting good at these drops. <laughs> Powerful. Hit the drops. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. Song of the day. I want to be a cowboy. Full circle. Bring yes. it back. Powerful. That is a great song. Great driving song. We're going to need you to listen to that. I need Download everyone it. to, uh, I'm sorry, but I, everyone should watch the video again. Yes. Have you heard the six minute version? No. Just more of those guitar. Is it? Probably. got to fill the. Oh, by the way, I, I got back to you on um, Depeche Mode. Okay. Lie to me. Yes. I listened to. The original and the remastered. Yes. And? You know, they both had different qualities. I really enjoyed the cleaned up version. They did a really good job. Yeah. Because a lot of time, like I told you, they they change the feel of the song and they make it too clean or... Right. Now, you were supposed to listen to the opening. I did. And it was different. Yeah. Which, you like the cleaned up version opening better? More more lead up before the words start, before the lyrics started. Yeah, I did. But I don't, the original, I don't hate it because that's what it was at the time. Right. I mean, you could clean up anything. You know, when you write a song, you can always come back. Sure. But I, so I like both versions. Yep. But, you know, audio wise, the, the cleanup version's way better. Correct. Yeah. But it's a great song, isn't it? It is a good song. If you like Cowbell, you'll get it. Yes. Powerful song. Two songs, powerful. Depeche Mode and Boys Don't Cry, I Want to Be a Cowboy. Yes. Now, Michael Rez, your task was to watch the last Pirate Kingdom review. Actually, it was, uh, you told me to watch the last. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was the other way around. <laughs> you told me to watch the last <laughs> Pirate Kingdom. Yes. What'd you think? Well, Good. should we explain? Let's explain it. Yeah, first. I always like your, you do your powerful recap of the show. All right. And then we'll get into it. Okay, so The Lost Pirate Kingdom is a docuseries that is on Netflix. It is uh, a historical drama. So this is one of those docu-series where they actually have actors and actresses performing, playing out the roles of these actual historical figures, uh, which actually they do a good job on it that I, I think. I got through two episodes. I'm going to finish the season tonight um, because it one of my favorite pirates, they're going to start getting into more his background, and that's Blackbeard. Um, this talks about how the pirates started and who they were uh, before and uh, what, what drove them to how they, they conducted themselves in the, in the Caribbean. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? That's a good question. I always uh, defer to Billy Ocean. Yeah? Yes. Caribbean queen? Yes. Now you're sharing the same drink? <laughs> <laughs> Two Get hearts that my, Get out of my one. dreams. Get into my car. Oh, yeah. Get into my pirate ship. Yar. Check out my pirate booty. Ooh, powerful. Yeah. All right. So the, the first episode, they talk about the war between, like, I guess it would be Spain, France, and, and England. Uh, they, they all kind of were fighting over the seas and the Caribbean. So what the British were doing were they were paying uh, privateers uh, to, 
to help boost their navy because their navy wasn't that big at the time. Spain had a bigger navy, so they were paying privateers to plunder the Spanish ships to get their uh, their booty. Now tell tell the fans of Flag of Amish what a privateer is. So a privateer is would be like let's say you owned a ship, Dags, and uh, the crown, as they called it back then, uh, the British, the king, would give you permission to on their behalf to attack a Spanish uh, ship. And uh, whatever you were able to plunder from that ship, uh, you you shared with England. Uh, and it was their way of getting some of the gold and silver that uh, Spain was mining from South America because Spain had a lot of colonies in South America and they, they did a lot of gold and silver mining. And England was running out of money and they wanted Spain to go bankrupt. And uh, Spain and actually, I think it was Spain and France were working together, and England was like, "This kind of sucks because we're running out of money." It's always about money, isn't it, Michael? It's always about it's either money or sex, one of the two. Wow. So then, after that war ends, uh, and England becomes rich, and uh, Spain and France become poor, uh, the Crown or the British decide that they they don't need the privateers anymore, so they. They just stop paying them. They don't need them to attack. War's over. Peacetime. They don't want to start another war with Spain. So all these privateers are unemployed now, and they're trying to figure out what to do. And some of them are in, uh, I think it was Cuba. They were hanging out in Cuba. Cuba. And uh, under the the rule of the British, and uh, they couldn't do what they wanted to do. So uh, one of the other or one of the privateers, Benjamin Hornigold, decided that he was going to take his men and go to Nassau and uh, set up shop there, kind of set up a headquarters, and then pretty much become pirates. They were like the first band of pirates. Uh, They were going to just start attacking any ship that they could, any merchant ship that they found, taking the gold and the silver and becoming rich that way. And in Nassau, uh, there were some some, uh, colonials, they called them, People who uh, were still that were British uh, that did not want them there because they didn't want any of the armies and to come and the militaries from either country to come and take it out. No, they just wanted to chill there. Yeah, drink the rum. Right. So the pirates are just kind of hanging out, doing their thing there. Blackbeard or came to Nassau. Uh, Edward Thatch was his real name, and he joined this Benjamin Hornigold and his crew in. We've pretty much learned how to become pirates. So that's how Blackbeard got his start, by joining the crew of Benjamin Hornigold. Um, and then uh, I got through the second episode uh, where they start talking about Benjamin Hornigold is uh, deciding that Nassau is the pirate republic, and they're coming up with like democratic rules uh, for Nassau and for the ships. And Nassau becomes like a place where like any pirate can just show up it doesn't matter if you have beef with another pirate captain or not. You just, that's where you guys hang out. Yeah, squash. Squash anything you have while you're there. Get your drink on and your lady on. Whoa. And then that's it. Uh, and then this Henry Jennings, who's like. Did they have like that cheeseburger in paradise? Was that there? Oh, you know that was playing. <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise. Oh, my God. The, uh, well, you. you Let's say you you know that's probably where they got the idea for all that hanging out and drinking rum, yes, and singing about parrots. Bullshit. Oh my god, powerful! Yeah, 
So, uh, yeah, so this third guy, Henry Jennings, he was more on the British side of things, and then he kind of goes rogue. They talk about him. Uh, he's kind of more ruthless and cutthroat uh, as far as his tactics go. He likes torturing people, which uh, is something I'd say give pirates a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's if always the thing. Well, the thing is, you always think like the the military and the, the British and they're they're proper and the right. pirates are savages. Yeah, it's really this Henry Jennings as a savage. I mean, everybody else just seems to be like, we're just trying to get by and get rich. And this Henry Jennings is like, well, I want to get rich by any means necessary. So I'll pull some teeth out just for you to tell me who, where the other ships are. Yeah, located. it's it's funny how greed, no matter what the cause is, greed factors in and all the different powerful sins of man. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this, this is going to be kind of interesting. I, one thing that I didn't know and that uh, things, I don't know if you knew this or not, but in the first episode, they were talking about uh, how pirates really ran themselves and they were more like they freed a lot of slaves. You know, anytime they came across a ship that had slaves on it, they would free the slaves. And the whole purpose of that was so they would join their crews, but they didn't have to join the crews either, which was kind of a kind of interesting. I had no idea that. that yeah, was I don't know. Pirate I, code. I don't really know anything about pirates, but it's cool learning about this history and. Hopefully it's pretty accurate because you always get the nerds and they all get all upset. Well, actually, that uh, uniform was not worn until, <laughs> you know. I mean, if they get the gist of it, they're making a show. I like I liked the, the drama part of it. I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, and it, it gets better. Yeah. So I saw one episode. Yep. The acting was cool and it was over the top sometimes, but that's what you need for to make it exciting. It reminded me of Game of Thrones. Right. And I, I like the evil characters. I like that. Uh, what was that dude's name? Charles Vane. Charles Vane. Yeah, he's a he's a son of a bitch. Isn't yeah, he? he was from the mean streets of London, and <laughs> just a psychopath. Yeah, he's got. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, they did show it in the with the the sword in his nose or his knife in his oh, nose. Oh well, yeah, yeah, there's a great scene in there. That's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. You know, and both sides had their own crazy people. They right. they relied on. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really good acting. It reminded me a lot of. I'm sure it was influenced by Game of Thrones, you know, the way the style and everything, but right. it was cool. In fact, I liked it so much, I think they could have did away with the cutting back to the historians. Probably. Yeah, I would have watched the whole show. Yeah, but now there's a lot of books I want to get. Yeah. So I... Not yeah. to read, but just to say I yeah, have just, the books. Well, I want a pop-up book. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Pictures or pop-up book. You can slide the thing yeah, back exactly. and forth and do the fake sword fighting. <laughs> exactly, but then you gotta, you'll bend, you'll bend the thing and it won't right, work. You pull it out and rip it. Yes. But I liked the drama. I, I thought it was cool. The acting was cool. The characters were cool, and they're real characters. And, and the good thing is I don't know anything about pirate history, that part of the world, or that time frame, so I'm not going to get hung up on, oh, they should have done that, and they changed right. his hair. That's what's cool about it. I, I just know the basics, so I can watch it enjoy it i don't have to get hung up on details right so the, there's a narrator and i i thought to myself i recognize this narrator's voice because i've i've seen other documentaries or docuseries with his voice so i was like okay so this guy is just one of those narrators that they always like david attenborough you know they just always go yeah to powerfully powerfully articulate powerful every, yeah. anytime you have a cool british accent yeah so it's why uh, can't you have a british accent michael I'm, i'll work on that yes I'm Michael Rez. 
I'm a proper Englishman. The narrator is Der Derek, Sir Derek Jacoby. Oh, sir. You've seen him in a movie. You should be knighted. I should be knighted. Sir Mike Rezin? Yes. Is awesome. he related to Sir Elton John? Uh, I think they all are. Yes. Sir Elton John. Sir Sirhan Sirhan. Yes, to Sir with love. Yep. So Derek Jacoby plays Senator Garakis from Gladiator. The Whoa. senator that's helping Mel Gibson try to escape. So that's uh, the old dude, the weird goatee. I need to get a Gladius sword in the barn here. A Gladius? Yeah, powerful Roman like a, sword. Like a Gladius codpiece. I don't need that. No? Yes. I've been accused of wearing one. I'm like, I'm not wearing it. Well, you don't usually wear anything. No, that's true. You just like the way you're... It yeah, that, that is my favorite movie, Commando. That leather chair. Either Commando or Predator. Stick it around. I haven't seen either one of those movies. You're lying. I am lying. Because I will beat you. <laughs> I will destroy you. No, I like the show, The Lost Pirate Kingdom. I watched one episode. Like I said, if anything, I would just get a, you know, do away with the historical dudes and just have straight action. Yeah, so it just came out March 15th on the Ides of March, if you will, because I'm smart. I would. So six episodes. Uh, they're about 45 minutes long a piece, so you'll get in and out pretty quick. You could do it in one day, one night. Uh, but yeah, I am going to watch the rest of these tonight, so I've got uh, four more to go. We're going to get into uh, Blackbeard and what, how he became Blackbeard. So, Because right now he's just Edward Thatch. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool the origins of you see how it turns into different things and how it how things become, you know. And it's kind of weird after the war, like different things have happened, like when people came back from the war and started biker clubs and, right. you know, different things after the war. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you, when you have nothing else to do and you got a lot of time on your hands and you got to make ends meet. Well, and it sounds like, like I said, I don't know the history, but do they, they're privateers, they kind of just said, go fuck yourselves afterwards or what? Yeah, pretty much. So then they're like, well, fuck you. We're going to take some of the piece of the yeah, action. We're going we're gonna to come back and we don't care who we attack. Yeah. So I, I just, I guess I didn't realize like, uh, you know, I knew it was like Caribbean or the Caribbean, depending on who you are. I thought they just, they, they didn't set up shop there. I just thought that's where they just did their business. Like they were coming from Florida or something, but these guys are like setting shop up in Nassau or they're born in Cuba or they're born in the Bahamas. So they're just, that's, that's who they are. It just seems kind of. I mean, can you imagine that epic weather? It'd be sweet. Other than the occasional hurricanes that knock, knock down all the, all the Spanish sales. galleons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get the sweet pieces of eight. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. It'd be cool to see a flotilla, as long as they're not shooting at you. Yes. I believe 1588 is when the British defeated the Spanish Armada. Sir Drake. Oh. Yeah, that's all Where'd I know. Where'd you pull that That's off? all I know. <laughs> Powerful. I've heard about things. I didn't even know Drake yes. was Yeah, was he was around. big back then. I thought he was yeah. Canadian, but he He's, was doing hip-hop in 1588. That'd be some sweet hip-hop back then. Can you imagine what he was hip-hopping about? yeah under the influence of rum yeah you know he was like probably about scurvy no but that uh pirate republic god that place must have been epic huh probably yeah i'm just like 
thinking that's got to be like the drunkest, horniest place on oh earth. Oh my god, it must have been just paradise. It's like Las Vegas on steroids. Because you know, eventually the British are going to come in and clean that up. Oh so. yeah, yeah. So make hay, make hay <laughs> while the sun shines. Make crypto while the sun shines. Oh, can you imagine that? Yes. Was their their crypto was the booty. Yes, pirate booty. Yep. The the silver, the pieces of eight from the Spanish gold and doubloons. Yes. Yeah, can you imagine all that? You got to know this. You got to think though. There's a, still a ton of it just on the, the bottom. Bottom. Yeah, that's where those pirate hunters or those yes. ship, shipwreck hunters come out. Or we got to go down with our uh, metal detectors and and just sweep the beaches. What do you laugh at people who are sweeping metal on with metal detectors these days? No, because I actually did that before. Did you? <laughs> yes, I have done. <laughs> what that. was the coolest thing you've ever found? Just a lot of coins. I like quarters and pennies and nickels. But there stuff? was a young lady that I was doing this. This is a true story. I was going okay. up and down the beach, and uh, I think I was in Naples or one of those towns. Sure. Yeah, you see this a lot on the beaches. <laughs> and she comes up to me, and goes, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm metal detecting." <laughs> right now, I'm I'm waving my hand, folks. By the way, sweeping I'm, for I'm, mines. I'm showing the sweeping. Then <laughs> she goes, "Could you find my wedding ring?" Oh, and she sure. takes her wedding ring off and throws it in the sand. I'm like, "Oh my god!" It covers it up, right? And I, you know, I'm I'm not a rocket scientist, but I think that was a little invitation to me. <laughs> but I I did find the ring. Should have said, "Sorry, can't help you." And walked yeah, away. Yeah, <laughs> turn your back at her. Yeah, I found the ring and I kept going. I I went to the next town. I was kind of like, you know, the Hulk, where after each episode he goes to the next town. After you plundered. Yes. Did you did you walk away with credits rolling? I did. Nice. They played that cool powerful that piano music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, but that is actually a true story. <laughs> this lady comes up, takes her wedding ring off and throws it in the sand. That's crazy. So last time we were on the coast, which was in we were in uh Maine, Old Orchard Beach, and there's a you know, everywhere you go if you're on you the coast. You were in Maine? Or uh sorry, that was uh yeah, in Maine. Yeah, Old Orchard Beach, Maine. What the heck were you doing way up there? Uh, oh, that was out. Minnesota. What the heck were you doing way up there? Uh? <laughs> Just hanging out on vacation. We, uh, so my in-laws used to live up there. So we, we went to Old Orchard Beach and then we went back on vacation a couple of years ago. So anywhere you go on the coast, there's always people on the beaches with metal detectors. So that's why I'm laughing when you said you were in Naples doing it, because that's all you see on those beaches are people doing that. So I, I asked a guy who was, there was like seven guys out there doing this, right? So what what did, what have you ever found? Like oh yeah, diamond rings are his biggest find all the time. I said, what do you do when you find them? He's like, turn them in. I said, turn them in where? And he's pawn shops. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he pawns them. You know, he's like, there's no point. You turn them over to the police, and then it's gone. You know, he's like, but this I come out here to help supplement my income. You know, so that's what he was doing. Usually, it's just he says that you know they'll find beer bottle caps. Oh, you Stuff find like a that. ton of those. Yeah. He said I that found a ton really of those. Really annoying, he said. I found uh, the metal stakes that stake down like tents and chairs and all that. Oh, sure. A ton of those. Yeah. ton of bottle caps. Oh, no buried caps. treasure, though? No. I found some pretty much just coins. Yeah. But it's, it's cool because the odds are you're not going to find anything, right? Right. But you might. Right. Especially in Florida. Every once in a while, that stuff does wash up. Oh, I People bet. find little balloons. You know, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It's just little pieces of jewelry and One-eyed the thing is, when, when, stuff. The thing is, when you're swimming, you know, and you you know your hands shrink in the cold water and rings and stuff, everything falls off. Right, happens all the time. Yeah, 
I guess the uh, the diamond ring would be like the big thing to find. Huh? Yeah, people that are into metal detecting are really crazy, but I <laughs> I had fun doing it. I always laugh when I see people in my neighborhood doing it. <laughs> You're not gonna find anything cool. But but the thing is the with city. silver, silver price and and if you find you know coins before 1965, they're silver. Sure. Yeah, you would collect collect enough of so those. So you get the value of the coin plus the value of the silver. Right. What we looked it up. You remember what the ounce? I think was? I think right now if you look it up, this is cool because we're just doing this real time. I think it's about twenty seven dollars, and that's like doubled. So yeah, right yeah. now, I mean, we're in this crazy bubble where Dogecoin and gold and silver and. Jeez, you nailed it! Did you look that up before? No. Started twenty seven forty four. Whoa! Is the bid price? Gas price is twenty seven fifty. So yeah, so you're right down there for now. No, and and if you get the coins in, they're not even worth anything coin wise. They're still worth that coin val- or the silver value. Sure. So metal detecting, and usually what you do is you go by like trees, big huge trees. Because throughout history, when people have picnics, they kind of hang out by the big tree. Oh sure, we used to do that back in our colonial days. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And you, it's gonna fall out of your pocket, or it's gonna fall out of a purse. Picnic basket. Yeah, you're picking a basket because when those bears come, yeah, swinging the bears... from the tree to grab them. <laughs> hey, boo boo. So <laughs> if you go by a big tree, that's my tip for the day. Wow, I think a thousand people are gonna go by there yes. themselves a metal detector. Yeah, you're not gonna find anything, but it's fun. But now, you may find something. Did you have the ones with the headphone, so nobody could hear the beeping unless you need the headphones because the beeping gets annoying and. That way you can kind of pinpoint the tone. Okay. And the, the nerds that the, the nerds that get into that, they spend so much money and Thousands they're just total. Of dollars. But actually, even even the cheaper ones are fine. The better ones are you go deeper and you get a tone, and then you have to have this little uh, pointer one that's a metal detector. But it's it you stick it in the ground that way you can pinpoint where the you know the thing is going oh, off. That's like technology I didn't even know about. Oh yeah. And then for the beach, they have these scoops. That it scoops up the sand and it drains the sand out quickly, so you can, because you'd be digging forever. Time is money. Yes. Well, what happens is the sand just collapses back on the hole. Okay. Oh so yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a big mess. Sense. Wow. No, it's cool. Metal detecting is fun, and you may find pieces of eight or a Spanish doubloon. That's worth it, right there. Yes. Powerful episode today. I hope you guys had fun. We did. We talked about pirates. We talked about powerful song of the day. <laughs> Chinese rockets. Wait, we talked about cowboys and pirates. Yes. That's awesome. That's why I did I want to be a cowboy. I knew it. Yes. It came cowboys, out. It finally came pirates. out. Pirates. Just powerful. Powerful show today. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Just do us a favor. Make sure you tell a friend about our powerful podcast. We are having that movie giveaway where we're giving away five copies of Locked In. So make sure you go on Twitter, follow us at Amish B Machine, hashtag Amish Baby Machine Digital. It's going to be awesome, Micah Rez. You're excited, right? Another powerful I'm movie really giveaway. Really excited. Look at yes. these nipples. Yes. You said that twice, that's gross. <laughs> I like talking about yes, it. Yes, I know you do. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.